Welcome to Big 12 After Dark, 1012 Networks live podcast driven by you, the fans, and hosted by me, Brittany, and my co-host, Greg Mackey. We'll be here every Thursday live, allowing you to participate by sharing your thoughts, opinions, and hot takes. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Charlie Hustle Clothing Company. Charlie Hustle is a vintage-inspired clothing company based out of Kansas City that specializes in collegiate and hometown apparel. Charlie Hustle wants you to be the best-dressed fan this season, so be sure to check out their wide selection of officially licensed collegiate apparel today and show off your school spirit all season long. With over 30 schools to choose from, they've got you covered with all of your collegiate apparel needs. Shop today at www.charliehustle.com using promo code TEN1215 or 101215 for 15% off all non-sale items. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. Hi, Greg. How are you doing today? Greg. Oh, sorry. My uh, phone was acting up. (laughs) How are you today? (laughs) Well, besides that little snafu, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, you got a new profile picture on Twitter. I do. It's you. And Murphy. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like a a random person. It's not Dwight, it's not Dwight Schrute? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's my point. <laughs> uh, how How is Murphy? Um, he's fine. He's just kind of laying down right now. I think I might be allergic to waffles. Uh oh. But it's okay. I will die before I ever don't have waffles. So I'm just going to be sneezing for the rest of my life, but that's okay. <laughs> Worth it, honestly. <laughs> I thought I was getting a cold since like October, and I got waffles the last week of September. And I couldn't figure out why I just felt like I've had this cold for like months. And then I'm like, ew, I, I, think, it's, <laughs> I think it's a dog. <laughs> I think I'm allergic to my new dog. <laughs> Worth it. Just take a Zyrtec every day. You're fine. That's what I just started doing the, this week. Except by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my little cute golden retriever puppy that literally sleeps on my face i think i am allergic to (laughs) (laughs) but that's fine (laughs) we do things for our fur children (laughs) anywho Gregga, you've been having a great week in sports your team is actually looking good uh yeah it's a i was surprised that they played so well on Tuesday night, um, they look better than some of our other teams. By yeah, the way. I mean it could have been worse. They could have been. They could have lost by twenty nine points, and their coach could have gotten ejected. I mean, here's the thing, too. Did you see that I tweeted out? I tried to give Cincinnati praise this week. I tried. I tried to be nice. First time I've tried to be nice to Cincinnati, I tweeted the fact that they've stuck close in every single game and that they've only lost one game this entire basketball season by more than five points, and it was against Dayton in non-con. And then they lost Iowa State by, like, what, nine? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm done being nice to them. 
they they had their champs who was out of character <laughs> and and clearly I cursed them and jinxed them and yeah I mean couldn't have happened to a better team <laughs> <laughs> So, but then again, I can't really talk either because my team has been interesting to say the least. I don't know. We we either have a great game, like you blow Houston out, right? Or you get mm-hmm. beat by somebody stupid. Like I just, it, it makes no sense to me. I, I don't even know what to make of this basketball season. There's only some people that I feel like cert, like super confident on that's going to win like every single week and I'd say like that's for the most part like Houston Iowa State and Texas Tech unless Texas Tech is not sick I mean unless Texas Tech is sick because Texas Tech I think I think Texas Tech is going to beat you guys this week Mm, no you don't think so no I don't know. They're they're extremely good at rebounding. Like really, really, really good. Like I was looking at one of their games and my numbers are gonna be off probably, but it's gonna be close enough. Their rebounds compared to the other team was like 42 to like 20. And so like they have like even if they don't make a basket, they have multiple attempts because they rebound it and chuck it back up and rebound it, and chuck it back up. But when the other team misses, they grab the ball and run back down. Like they'll they'll rebound the other team's ball. Like they're they're a better rebounding team. They just get more chances because of that. And they're great at shooting threes too, for the most part. Yeah, they're pretty good at shooting threes, and I would say tends to give up a lot of threes. So um, yeah, but that, I mean that part I'll watch. Have you guys been a good? I haven't watched tons of Iowa State games to be honest. I don't even know if I've watched any. Oh, I did watch the Kansas one. I prefer not to. Um, did you... Are you guys a good rebounding team? Yeah. Okay. I just pulled up our Ken Palm numbers, and we're actually a better rebounding team than Texas Tech. Yeah, it's just like watching them. It's impressive. It's, yeah, it's impressive. They, Grant McCaslin gets them to play hard, and that's what rebounding all basically is, is just like an effort type thing. Um, you mean, you don't have to be the biggest person out there. Clearly, like, some of the best rebounders ever weren't that big. They're just smart and um, all effort, you know? Yeah, and I mean, they're, they're a very different team when they play healthy versus when they're sick because I think a lot of people really underestimated them. Like, I don't see a lot of talk about Texas Tech, which is shocking to me because they're really, really good. And I think it's because they had that three-game loss streak, but they had the flu. They had the flu, and that um, one of their players was out because of the flu, and the rest of them just looked like they were dying. I mean, if you looked at them, like, shooting free throws, like, they just, they were so sick. So, so, so sick. Yeah, you could just look at them and tell that, they were just not feeling good. They had that look in their face. Oh, yeah. No, they looked like half dead, like zombies. Like, they were unwell. And so, I don't know. They're kind of like, I, I feel like they they could easily make a deep tournament run this year. As long as they stay healthy. And it's not the same guy. That's the other thing, too. I think, um, you know, with Kansas, the problem is the the lack of depth, right? You You have a guy or two sitting out, and you're kind of screwed. Um, 
Texas Tech doesn't seem to have that problem necessarily. Like, even their bench is decent when they put their guys in. So, I don't know. I feel like they could they could easily upset some teams in March and be a dark horse team for the tournament. Yeah. I think a lot of people overlook them. They have pretty decent numbers, um, Ken Palm numbers, and I just think people will look at that three-game losing streak they had when they were all sick and kind of try to write them off, but they're a better team than most people give them credit for. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's even, um, if you want to do a comparison, Wisconsin wasn't sick, and they had a four-game losing streak, and they stayed, they're, they're still, I think, listed on Lunardi's projections as like a two or a three seed. No, that's a joke. Wisconsin's yeah. terrible. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why it's like, if if you're going to say that about Wisconsin, I'm sorry, Texas Tech is significantly better. I think I think Wisconsin gets that bump because they're like the second best team in the Big Ten, and the Big Ten still is being, their water's being carried by all the national writers because most of them went to a Big Ten school. So they automatically think, oh, if they're the second best Big Ten team, that must mean they're a two seed or whatever. When... Well, we also can't forget too that they had they had some impressive wins. They beat Marquette by a lot, and that was when Marquette was like not losing to absolutely anybody. Yeah, but then they also had some head scratching losses. Yeah, I I think they also beat Purdue. Did they beat Purdue? Yeah, uh... they they had some good quality wins, which I think helped them. But it's kind of. They're kind of at the point where I feel like they're getting an unnecessary boost. It's kind of like the whole Tennessee thing. Like, uh, I can't listen to somebody talk about Tennessee basketball anymore. Anytime, anytime somebody rates them highly, they lose. And I'm, they're not good. I'm sorry. They're not, they're good for SEC basketball. I don't think they're actually good though. Yeah. That, that's another thing too. Of- well, you know, they're the best or the second best in the conference, so that must mean they're good when conferences aren't clearly aren't equal, you know. Like the seventh best Big 12 team would be the second best SEC team, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's even like the seventh best uh, Big 12 team is still like a ranked team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think they have like um, nine or ten of the big twelve teams making the tournament. Yeah, that doesn't a lot of them. that that wouldn't shock me if they got nine or ten in just because of the depth of the league. And I mean, once you get in, th- there was not a lot of bad out of conference losses that the league took, and the league is so respected that like you're gonna take losses in this league, and it's not gonna be held against you. So, you know, you could be 9-9 nine and nine or 10-8 and eight in this league and get in the tournament because, you know, that 9-9 nine and nine or 10-8, and eight, you have six or seven quad one wins there, and that's more than a lot of the at-larges from the other conferences. What's interesting, though, is, like, currently they have um, Cincinnati not making it. Yeah, they needed that win against Iowa State on Tuesday night to kind of bolster their resume. Well, and it was at home for them, wasn't it? Wasn't it in Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. They they had Houston on Saturday and then Iowa State on Tuesday, and they needed to win one of those to kind of 
almost make them put them on the right side of the bubble. Like I'm not saying they're going to miss the tournament now, but they got a lot more work to do than if they would have picked one of us off. Yeah, and the problem is there's really not much of the season left to. No, I mean make they, that up. I mean they could make a run in the Big Twelve tournament and get the auto bid, or you know they get to the championship game and might sneak in. But I mean, what there's four weeks left to Selection Sunday. So it's not that much time. Yeah, it's it's really not. They really don't have that many games. It's I like I I agree with you. I think they either need to like win out or they need to do well in the tournament if they're going to want to make it. Yeah. And same with I mean Oklahoma State is out. Um UCF I'm going to assume is out. West Virginia's out. Is Texas out? No, I think they're fine right now. Um, they have Kansas State, as I want to say, like considered or something. Yeah, Kansas State and Texas, I think, are fine right now because they have a couple of wins, but they have work to do. Like the locks right now are your Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Baylor, like Texas those- Tech. Texas Tech, I, I would say those five teams are considered locks. And then, you know, Kansas State, BYU, which is BYU should be a lock. They probably need one or two more wins. Um, Texas, uh, shoot, Cincinnati's on, on the outside looking in. but Yeah, some of them are, are bubble teams at this point. Yeah, T- TCU has some work to do, but. They're they're bubble teams, but you know they have an easier path in than some of the other bubble teams just because of the quality of games they have left, where they have more chances to get that marquee win that will separate them from the rest of the bubble teams. Oh, you know what? Maybe that was it. I think it's TCU is listed as considered, and Kansas State at this point is listed as out. Yeah, so, purple team. You get them yeah. mixed up pretty easily. Yeah, it's like football. There's just so they're just there's just so many good basketball teams in the conference. You almost forget <laughs> which ones. Like you know, like the the standouts, and you know, like the really bad teams, like Oklahoma State. And then you get to that middle where you're trying to figure out who's in and who's out, and they're all pretty interchangeable at that. Well, point, and it doesn't you know? help that like a bunch of them end in state, and that there's like five or however many in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Yeah, Texas Tech, Texas, Texas Christian. Heck, we even forgot about Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I don't even know where Oklahoma is at this point. Like in, I think they're on the outside right now. Um, Let me look. They're they're still ranked. If they get a win Saturday, I think they're pretty much a lock. Yeah, they're still ranked. Lucky them. Yeah, and let's see what other games we had because we had. Texas beat West Virginia. Houston beat Cincinnati. This was all last Saturday. Iowa State beat TCU. Texas Tech beat UCF. Kansas beat Baylor. That was needed. That was a good thing. That was a big win for Kansas. Because Baylor Baylor is starting to get hot right now, and that's a team I do not want to face. They're starting to put it together. I was scared about that one. So I was 
I was happy that Kansas won that. Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State. I mean, shockingly, they only beat them by four, and Oklahoma State is trash. So, BYU beat Kansas State. I mean, you could be like, Kansas State and lose to Oklahoma State. <laughs> well, and then here's the problem, right? Then um, Kansas and Baylor had college game day in Lawrence on Saturday the 10th. And then there was Super Bowl Sunday, and then Monday, Kansas is already playing again in Lubbock against Texas Tech, which... Short turnaround. Didn't go very well for them. They lost by 29. Yeah. Yeah, That's why I thought Texas Tech would win when we were making our predictions last week, just because Kansas had that big game on Saturday with college game day against Baylor. And then they had to turn around and go down to Lubbock for big Monday. Well, and even Baylor turned right around on Tuesday and they beat Oklahoma by 15. Yeah, but Texas Tech is way, I think Texas Tech is better than Oklahoma, you know, and did... Which is interesting because Texas Tech isn't even ranked anymore, but I agree with you. Yeah. Everybody overreacts. That's that's my pet peeve about the AP poll or the coaches poll is if you lose, you have to go down. No, that's not the case. Like, hypothetically, you know, you're the number seven team in the nation and you lose to the number three team in the nation on the number three team's floor and you didn't get blown out. And that's like... uh, then they're like, oh, they lost that game. You got to move them down. No. That means they were rightfully, like, ranked. And and, and they also, the other issue, too, is, like, you, they don't factor in why people are playing badly, right? They just think, oh, you're a worse team, right? Like, they look at box scores a lot of the time. It's like, oh, they lost? Well, got to move them down. Like, Well, and, like, Texas Tech, for example, like, yeah, they went on a three-game losing streak from the flu, but we all knew that when they came back from being sick that they were going to start winning again. Right. So to unrank them and be like, oh, no, they're bad now. No, they were sick. And and the other thing that makes me mad about that is, like, most, you know, most teams – or most weeks you're playing two games. It's better to lose a midweek game and win a Saturday game because by the time they submit their votes again on that Sunday – the only thing that's in their mind is the last game you played. So, like, yeah, like if you lose Saturday, you're guaranteed to like go down in the rankings. But if you lose on Tuesday or even Monday, a big Monday, and you win on Saturday, you either stay the same or you go up. It's just dumb. <laughs> it is dumb and it makes no sense. I mean, yeah, if you look at the Big 12 teams and how like the order and Rinch are ranked in the AP poll. And then you look at their standings and like big 12 play or even their, their resumes. It doesn't, it does not make sense at all. And, and like, it's hard to win on the road in the big 12. Like you yeah. look at, you look at the home team records in the conference and it, the home team does not lose that often. So like you're going to punish a team for losing on the road by four points to a ranked team. That's dumb. <laughs> Grow <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I actually, this is kind of interesting. Um, this last week, so between the tenth, which was last Saturday, and Tuesday the thirteenth, as you're talking about, uh, usually the home team wins. The there were there were two games in which the home team lost. Cincinnati. <laughs> For both of them. Yep. 
But and yeah, people will punish Cincinnati for that, but they lost to the top the teams that are tied for first place in the conference. I mean, there's and, there's and nothing they, really to punish them by. They're yeah, they're so not it's good. Just, it's just so dumb. I hate the AP and call or in the coaches coaches ranking. Which I, I mean, they're kind of going away from that. Um, with you know the four weeks leading into March, this Saturday is the first week they re, uh, will release the top sixteen teams. So, oh yeah, I forget that they've started doing that the last few years. Yeah, which you know they kind of took that from the college football playoff or whatever. Which I'll I think be is honest, actually, I I don't like it. What? Because I, love it. I I don't. I like it for football. I I don't like it for basketball because to me, growing up, watching a selection Sunday was like a surprise, right? Like it was like like opening a present. You didn't know what you were going to get. It was a surprise. It was exciting. And then they yeah, kind of... I, 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 I can understand that too. Um, like to me, I want... When I go to selection Sunday, I I don't want to know what they're picking. Yeah, I guess the only thing that would be a surprise would be, like, your bubble teams, you know. Because um, you can kind of pretty much guess where they're ranked. Well, I can guess, but, like, that's part of the fun, right? Guessing and seeing if you're right on Selection Sunday. I don't want somebody, like, leading me along the entire time. Nor do I want them to tell me the the seats. They should just, like, put... This is what they should do. This is actually a great idea. Announce all the teams in the tournament. Go go back to 64. Get rid of the stupid playing games. Announce all the teams that made the tournament, the auto bids, and the um, but out of order. at-larges. And then just every team's got to draw a number. And then that's <laughs> how you're seated. Kind of like how they do at the World Cup, where like they kind of draw you, you know? into your spot wait really yeah i don't want qualify i don't want qualify and then they they kind of draw you into your group and you know you you got your group of four and there's what eight groups of four and then you gotta play in your group everybody in your group and then you from there you're seated into the bracket um they should do that with the NCAA tournament yeah, could I mean, you, I could you imagine like a number sixteen Kansas, like in the first, like Kansas <laughs> gets a bad draw, and then like they have to play like number one seed, like McNeese State or something like that. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of, I kind of might like this. This might make the tournament even more fun. <laughs> right? Because then if you like, you get a power five team in that sixteen spot, and they take out the one, like they have. Easy, they have an easy way in all the way in from that then on out you know hypothetically and that's the thing like they want to they want to make changes to the tournament and they want to i forget do they want to make it smaller or do they want to expand it they want to they expand it they want to double it no that takes away the the competition to get in it's not even really that hard to get in at this point to be honest well, it, they want to do that for the Big Ten and the SEC schools that are bad at basketball. Well, they they're bad. Them... There's a reason they don't make yeah. it. But, you know, they're like, oh, we're the best conferences, so why can't we be in this tournament too? So instead of actually trying to improve their team, they just want to 
change the rules to try to benefit themselves more. I don't like that, to be honest. I am like, I'm like an old person when it comes to March Madness and Selection Sunday. Like, I, you know how, like, old people, like, they get set in their ways and they're like, no, don't touch this. Leave it alone. Like, that's how I am with that. Like, absolutely not. Like, literally, on I stay up until midnight on March 1st. And then at midnight, I play the CBS <laughs> March Madness song. <laughs> and I get right. all giddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wish it would go back to just the 64 teams because, like, that tournament starts Thursday morning. And you watch basketball all day Thursday, all day Friday, and then through the weekend. Now with the, the playing games on, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, it kind of is like a, I don't know kind of da- or lessens that Thursday Friday a little bit to me. I don't know. I I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I like the whole thing. I don't want them to change a thing. I I like my little routine of getting excited on March 1st and about having a heart attack and screaming because I'm so excited that it's March because it means March madness is coming. I don't know. March Madness to me is my Super Bowl. Okay. You know what? Some of you people are actually a lot of you people are bigger football fans than basketball fans, especially when it comes to college. And that appalls me. It appalls me. Okay. I, I cannot comprehend the fact that there are people that only watch the tournament. What? You only watch the tournament. I mean, I get the tournament's fun, but you you don't watch the rest of the season of the best sport in the world. I don't know. It just hurts my heart, honestly. It makes me want to cry. Yeah, I don't understand people like that. Like You pretty much, outside of, what, Friday night, you can put on a college basketball game pretty much every day of the week. Even if you have no rooting interest, you throw a game on and just watch. It's so like, fun. And I don't do that for, I don't do that for football. And I think a lot of it too might be because college basketball is done in two hours versus football is three and a half, where you can watch a bunch of games, you know, in one day. But I don't know. It, I'll, I'll just find just, a random college basketball game to watch and throw it on. I don't do that with football. It's it's shocking to me, and like I didn't realize this to the fullest extent until we were talking realignment and, uh how basically media deals are based off of football and like conferences are based off of football and nobody really gives a crap when it comes to basketball. Like basketball isn't a moneymaker compared to football. And I'm like, seriously, I don't know. Basketball is my sport. And then like in spaces too, I would, I would be in spaces with people talking college sports and there'd be tons of people in them when we were talking football and then we'd start talking basketball and people would just drop like flies. Like nobody cares. And it's, I mean, it's so sad. You think about it, the two quote unquote conferences with the most fans are the Big Ten SEC, and they're not good at basketball. So that's why football but it's fun. is there. <laughs> I, I, I'm not <laughs> arguing with you on that. I'm just saying, you know. If they, I was president, I'd make everybody force watch college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my heart. <laughs> It upsets me a lot. And, like, I mean, there will be people that you'll ask them, and you're like, 
oh, like, what's your college team? Like, who do you cheer for in basketball? And uh, like, they'll have a football team and then they'll be like, oh, I don't really care about basketball. Or like, they'll pick just a random team to bandwagon, right? Like, they'll be like, oh, I'm a Duke fan for basketball. I'm like, oh, you're just missing, you're missing out. You're missing, you're missing out on the joy of the best sport and the best time of year. I don't know. The people that like, Stan Duke are the same people that used to get the old college basketball games for like console and do their uh, dynasty or whatever. Or like, there's a mode that you have to be a coach and work your way up. They would just skip that and choose like a good team and be their dynasty and like recruit five stars. And oh, this game's easy. That's dumb. You pick the worst team and see if you could win with them. That's how you're supposed to play those games. To be fair, I kind of did that when I used to play, like, NBA 2K. Well, NBA (laughs) 2K is different, though, because, like, you know, it's professional sports. Like, in 2K14, like, I'd I'd pick LeBron when he played for the Heat. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. Like, I'm taking Moorhead State, and I'm going to the NCAA tournament, and I'm going to upset a high seed with Moorhead State. I, I, you know what? (laughs) One of my favorite people, I've seen tweets that are like, what's your most memorable college basketball moment? And for me, even though it didn't have anything to do with my team, it was UMBC beating Virginia because even though it's happened since, which just pisses me off because it, I, I had to wait years. I had to wait decades to see a full Cinderella story in a 16 knockoff of one, right? Decades. And then they get to see it like a few years later with like the Purdue thing again. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's something that all of a sudden now it's more common, which sucks because it's way more fun when it's not. But UMBC, um, I was at the gym, I was at a Planet Fitness, <laughs> and I was working out because, I mean, really, for the 16-1 games, you don't expect, at that point, no 16 had ever lost to a one seed, so you didn't expect it to happen. So I'm like, that's fine, I can work out during this, and it was going to happen. And so I go running out of this gym, I go running down the street, I'm like, I need some place with big TVs. I run into a Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm screaming at the TV and the people are looking at me like I'm psychotic because I think they were closing. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't really care. You just shut up. Let me watch your TV for five minutes. And they, they knocked off a one. And I remember thinking I was like, this is one of the best days of my life. (laughs) Well, it's like you get, you get to see history, right? Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, this is like, this will never happen again. And then like, Three years later, it happens again. And you're like, oh, that's kind of a sham. Now it's more <laughs> of a common thing. And, like, these younger people that, like, didn't have to wait decades to see it happen for the first time, I don't know. They just can't appreciate it. Like, some of us that have watched basketball since we're real little kids and we've been waiting our whole life for this. Plus, I will add that um, UMBC's mascot is the Retrievers. So, big fan of them. Huge <laughs> fan of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, 
Waffles also caused Texas Tech to beat Kansas this last week. He was against me. This is also why I think that Texas Tech is a dark horse for the tournament, because I think with Waffles cheering for them, they could be, they could pull an upset and they could win the tournament. Anything is they've possible got a retriever. with Waffles. <laughs> it's true. He's inevitable. By the way, they're bringing him to Ames. I figured they would be. So Waffles will be in Ames. <laughs> For the people that are listening now uh, that don't already know this, my dog has chosen to pick tech every single time I ask him to pick tennis balls and pick a team. So at this point, we're just going with the fact that he's a Texas Tech fan. And Texas Tech people love him. And I love them. They're so freaking sweet. Oh, my God. They printed off a giant fat head of waffles and photoshopped a Texas Tech hat onto him. And they bring him to all the games. And by the way, you know how they told me they were going to bring him to Baylor on the podcast mm-hmm. last week? They left him in the car. They left him in the car because... That's why they lost. No, they won that game. I thought they lost at Baylor. No, they won. I'm pretty sure. Did they lose? Let me look. Yeah, you're right. See? No, no, no. They, lo- they left him in the car versus UCF. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. UCF. Um, because he had been on a three-game losing streak because they had the flu. So they left him in the car because they thought he was jinxed. But they made him facing the stadium. <laughs> and then they started bringing him back, and he went back against Kansas, and he beat Kansas. So clearly it was not Waffles. It was, it was um, the flu. But yeah, Waffles is going to beat Iowa State. I can't wait for that one. No. And Waffles <laughs> even has merch, by the way, guys. Waffles has merch, both a Texas Tech shirt and a waffle holding a waffle. If you're not a Texas Tech fan. I'm looking at getting a like Shopify site on. But for the time being, if you Venmo, Waffles Reckham with your size and your mailing address you can order a waffle shirt and if you order the texas tech one the proceeds go to texas tech's nil the matador club to give back to the people that have been bringing waffles to all the games getting waffles on radio stations he's been on the student radio station there he's been on podcast he made the tv twice on Monday, on Big Monday. He's made Big Monday twice in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm probably allergic to waffles, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna... I'm allergic to Murphy, so... Are um, you actually? Yeah, I'm allergic to pretty much everything. <laughs> Do you take a Zyrtec every day, then? Yeah. <laughs> and it works? Yeah. I'm also allergic to dirt, which doesn't help because they bring in dirt. I'm allergic dust. to dirt, dirt and dust and everything. Like literally, legitimately everything. Craig, we're a mess. We are a mess. And this episode too has just been a mess. I gotta admit. Well, it's there's not been news. College you know basketball. What? You know what? There, there, there is news. There is football news. I got football news. The EA Sports. That too. Hold on. We'll go back to that. That too, but so the other day, 
Oh, you know what? And I'll also, before I get to this, I'm going to mention to the people that have listened and heard me bitch about calc. I got a 94% on my calc exam. Thank you very much. I'm a genius. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a post saying like, oh, it's the anniversary of when the Pac-12 posted that they were never going to separate and they were staying together and they were holding the one year anniversary of that. (laughs) Yes, and then on the anniversary, they posted saying that they're they're firing George (laughs) Kleoklop. I remember seeing that and I was just like, oh, that did not age well at all. Not even a year. (laughs) I want to be honest, I think it was purposeful. I think they were like, we're firing him on the day that he made all these promises that failed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they were waiting. I'm sure Larry Scott's happy that George Klyakov came around because that got him off the hook as the worst commissioner ever. He's so bad. I mean, he's really, really, really bad. And it's, I, I was surprised they didn't fire him sooner. Um, I kind of, I was like, I, I just think he's just going to fade away. Because <laughs> I feel like in pack two, I, where does, where does he go? So I just thought, I don't know. I didn't, I kind of forgot about him. And then all of a sudden I saw that and I, that's why I think they were, it came out of nowhere when they could have announced it a while ago. So that's why I think at this point it was purposeful. Kind of like trolling him or whatever. Yeah. And good for them. Good for them. I think it's hilarious. The two-pack, two-pack, pack two. <laughs> Rest in peace. I feel, I feel bad, bad for, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish they could come to the Big 12. <laughs> I'd get rid of Utah any day. But, but yeah. So that was some football stuff that that um did happen this week that i was that made me laugh yeah but and then today we got the ea sports ncaa football 2025 announced or the trailer or whatever it wasn't even the official reveal they're not even doing the actual reveal until may i know but it was like a teaser and i will be um playing as the mascots that we should is. get a we should get a Big Twelve After Dark Dynasty League going. That would be fun. I'm gonna win. Probably. We got to get one person from each fan base, and they got to represent their school, and we'll do a Dynasty League. Oh, by the way, this is kind of funny. Um, Raider Red tweeted at the EA Sports game and was like, "Did you guys put me in the game?" And Waffles responded and said they need to put Raider Red holding Waffles in the game. And Raider Red liked the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe Waffles will make an appearance. Probably not, but one can only hope. (laughs) uh, Hopefully that that possum shows up in the game. Well, I think they're going to put the Pop-Tart thing in there. I hope so. The the Pop-Tart Bowl, the Pop-Tart mascot was the greatest thing to happen to college football. Well, and then the adventure of Pop-Tarts died this last week. Yeah. (laughs) The memes that came off of that was pretty funny. 
my tweet was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I said, this man saw his invention turned into an edible mascot and says, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he actually loved it, but can you imagine if like, (laughs) I mean, I think he was like 96 or 94 or something like you're that old and you get to the point and you're like, holy shit, this random food item that I <laughs> <laughs> that I created. They created this food item and they killed it. <laughs> and then well, ate it on live television in front of me. <laughs> I saw, I think it was Tech and Tortillas, the podcast. They I, I wanna say it was them. It was some it was some Texas Tech podcast. Um they I I think the guy is from like Grand Rapids. Michigan he's from somewhere from Michigan we'll just say Grand Rapids um and they took the Pop-Tart toaster from from the bowl game mm-hmm. and they they wrote on it like Grand Rapids crematorium oh god <laughs> rest in peace to that guy we're not laughing at the fact that you died we're laughing at the great memes that you have created by your invention of the pop tart we appreciate you (laughs) (laughs) it's one of the greatest things i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i i hope that they put that in the game because that would be hilarious honestly it's going to it's going to come down to if kellogg's will give their trademark probably to ea yeah, probably not. I hope they do. They should, but they probably won't. Probably not. But maybe they do. Maybe they do because they think it'll be a good a good advertising strategy. Yeah. You would think. Well, I mean, it depends, too. Like, if they're going to have the sponsored bowls in the game, they probably already have that, you know, that deal. Oh, yeah, because they have the Rose Bowl in the game. They constantly show that when they show the trailer. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of times, though, well, I, I, I can't – it's been, what, 10 years since the last one came out? I can't remember if they actually, like, had the sponsorship in front of the bowl name, you know, when they used to have, like, the Capital One Orange Bowl or whatever, or if they just call it the Orange Bowl. Oh, you know what, too? I I have other – I have other basketball news. Uh oh. I forgot about this. What's your there was I think he's an Arizona fan. Last week. An Arizona fan. Let me double check that. Yeah, he's an Arizona fan. Um He was trying to move the tournament to Vegas again and his response to um, Travis who's an Iowa State fan responded to him and said is the point a vacation or a premier basketball event and this Arizona fan goes ha 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 you think the Big 12 tournament is a premier basket event I can't spell that's perfect 
no conference tournament as a premier event. As a fan in general, after a long season and my team might make it, might not make it, I want to go have fun supporting my team. I can do that in Vegas. Okay, here's what I have to say. I have a few things to say about this because I'm freaking heated. One, it is a premier basketball event. Thank you very much. People look forward to the Big 12 tournament. If you've ever seen a picture of Kansas City during the tournament, you would know this, but you probably haven't. You're probably just making judgments. Second, no conference tournament is a premier event. Bullshit. Thank you very much. The, <laughs> <laughs> literally, basketball, football, college college sports are premier events. Sorry that you are so miserable you can't understand this. And then somebody said, after as a fan in general, after a long season and not knowing if my team might make it or might not make it, I want to go have fun supporting my team. I can do that in Vegas. What is the difference for supporting your team if you're in a gym in Vegas or if you're in a gym in Kansas City? There's no difference there. The only difference you're thinking about is have fun in Vegas, probably going gambling, right? That's not supporting your team. You're just having fun. So which one is it? You want to have fun or you want to support your team? You want to have fun or you want to have fun supporting your team? Yeah. Yeah. The people the people that trash the Big Twelve tournament and say like it needs to move out of Kansas City have never been there for the Big Twelve tournament. No, and they don't even want to go to the game. That is the thing. They they don't want to go to the game. They want an excuse to travel and go on vacation. He probably wouldn't even go to the basketball game. He would probably go to the bas he'd probably go to Vegas and then go party in Vegas. Not even go watch his team. I've been to Vegas. It's not that cracked up to be. Okay, I will not agree with this. I love Vegas. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm anti-moving the tournament. I'm anti-saying that if you want to have fun supporting your team, it needs to be in Vegas. If you're supporting your team, that means you're at the game, which means you're in a gym, which means it's no different whether you're in Vegas or you're in Kansas City. If you just want to have fun fun then sure an argument could be made that vegas is more fun than kansas city as a tourist attraction but that has nothing to do with supporting your team so stop acting like a hero like you're trying to move it to support your team when that's not what you're doing you're doing it just to go gamble and have fun and then somebody else oh no it was that guy he he tweeted later that big 12 fans don't want to move the tournament to vegas because they're broke and can't afford it no. Vegas is like the cheapest city to travel to. <laughs> also, like, I'm sorry, have they not seen Big 12 fans travel? Like, we think about Iowa State fans, right? I remember there was a year where there was the bowl game. I think it was the Alamo Bowl, right? So that's in, like, Texas or whatnot. And then they mm. also had, like, a non-con basketball tournament in Maui. And the Des Moines airport was like half the people going to Texas and half the people going to Maui. Like everybody was going somewhere. You want to say people don't like travel and they're broke and can't afford to travel. I'm sorry, but going to Hawaii is a hell of a lot more expensive than going to Vegas. People saying that big 12 teams don't travel, obviously haven't met Kansas state fans or Kansas fans or Iowa state fans or Texas tech fans. Like those literally four, any fan. <laughs> well, like West West Virginia fans travel well. Like, yeah, God, you can't be saved by our conference and then come in here and start making demands. That's not how it works. Yeah, 
And then, and then he proceeded to tweet, I'm betting against Iowa State tonight just because these effers are coming at me. If you win, it's because I bet. If you lose, it's because F you. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, Can we get a refund on some of these new schools and get Oregon State and Washington State in here? I, I'm about there. I'm about at that point where, yes. Like, let's boot Arizona and Utah and get Oregon State and Washington State. Yes. I'd rather have a beer with those guys than Arizona fans or Utah fans. Well, and then, like, people called him out on it, right? And he responded, he goes, OMG, F off. I could care less what any of you Big 12 fans think. Eat me. I'm living my best life, and you were all in flyover states. We are not the same. And he was Dude, talking about how he doesn't actually care. Stop arguing with me. It's midday for all for you all. I'm drunk in Rome just chilling. I could care less. He lives <laughs> in a state where America goes to die. Let's not let's not say he lives in a <laughs> in a destination spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's Florida, but <laughs> it's also Arizona. Depends. On... <laughs> Florida is like your East Coasters, and Arizona is pretty much everybody else. <laughs> yeah, th- this bothered me because, like, I'm like, I mean, not he doesn't bother me. I could care less what this guy thinks, but like, just I hate the fact that people, honest to God, like think this. Like, if I I already stated the whole have fun thing, right? Like, if you're gonna have fun. If you're, if you're there to support your team, it does not matter where the game is. If you're there just to have fun, then it might matter. But supporting your team should not matter the location of the game. And in terms of the whole Big 12 fans can't afford to go to Vegas, it is really, like, the cheapest place ever to go. I mean, I went to Vegas for free. You can go to a hotel, and you know, it's You can go to a hotel for, like, 20 bucks a night. <laughs> My first time in Vegas, it wasn't even comped because I was like a returning Vegas traveler. All I had to pay was like the, the like resort fee thing. The resort like, fee, yeah. Yeah. But my flight, I used um, my United Miles, my hotel. And yeah, my hotel, all I did was pay like the $15 a day resort fee. And I stayed for <laughs> like a week. Like it was basically free. I, I went to Vegas for like $100. So, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I, I'm not on board with that. The only thing I will say that's expensive in Vegas is Ubers. If, if you want to, the strip is a lot bigger than you think it is. Yes. But nobody wants to drive on the strip. So Ubers are very few and far between. And so if you want an Uber to like literally go like 10 feet, it's 30 bucks one way. So I, I took an Uber from the Cosmopolitan up to Fremont Street and it was $150. I took an Uber from the Luxor to might have been oh it took it to Caesars. And um was having a great conversation with my Uber driver about shoes and I think basketball. Um and then at the end, he tried to proposition me and <laughs> offer me free tickets to a gentleman's club. And then he'd be my private limousine driver that night, too. So <laughs> I, I also had somebody in my elevator. I was on the elevator alone because I took this tri- trip alone. 
it was my when I got divorced I took a solo trip to Vegas by myself <laughs> as a celebration and I was going back to my room and this guy gets on the elevator and he goes do you smoke and I think he's like I think he's trying to offer me a cigarette so I'm like no no no, I don't and he goes oh that's too bad I have this whole bag of weed I was going to give you for free I'm like what the <laughs> like I mean, he's talking like a whole duffel bag. And I couldn't figure out why my hallway smelled like weed like all well, week. <laughs> that dude. This guy, this guy in the elevator. <laughs> and then I had some guy too. You know what? Vegas stories are great. So I'll just tell this. This is why the tournament should not go to Vegas because Vegas is just trouble. Um, I had this old guy that asked me if he could watch me play blackjack. I was playing it on a like electronics machine. So not with actual people. Um, and I'm like creeped out. I'm like, I'm there alone. I don't know what to say. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And he gets a chair and he like scooches up to my like shoulder and is basically like resting his head on my shoulder, like looking over my shoulder, watching me play blackjack. And, and he also tells me, he's like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some of my winnings at the end. So I'll, I'll pay you for this. I'm like, okay, whatever. Thinking, at, at the least, I'll go shopping after this, right? <laughs> he sits there for, like, the longest time. And then eventually he moves, and he gives me his, like, uh, his voucher for money that he won. It was 10 cents. <laughs> 10 cents! <laughs> I let this guy sit on my shoulder for 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is why it should not be moved to Vegas. <laughs> this is a warning. <laughs> when people say that like Kansas City's unsafe or shit like that, you know what? I got I got enough stories in Vegas that will scare the living hell out of you. So <laughs> but you know what? It was a great experience. It was a great experience. It was I had somebody randomly just hand me 50 bucks. You know what? It was it was interesting. The 50 bucks guy was a lot better than the 10 cent voucher, which by the way, I found out you can't even cash in people's vouchers. It's, it's like illegal. Yeah. So like, I couldn't even cash in his 10 cents anyway. (laughs) What am I going to do with 10 cents? But regardless, I couldn't even use it. So yeah, we're not, the moral of the story here is we are not moving the tournament to Vegas. It's not happening. If you want to go have fun, the proposition Uber drivers and your 10 cent old men, go on your free time. Or aren't we also hosting media days in Vegas or something? Yeah, football media days are going to be in Vegas next year. I'm going to go to that. But um, you can go to that for that. There you go. There's an excuse. (laughs) But the tournament, we're going to the tournament to watch basketball. We're going to the tournament to watch the tournament. (laughs) Not to get hit on by creepy 90-year-old old men that breathe down your shoulder and security is watching them the whole time. <laughs> Same. Also, um, before we wrap up this episode... We gotta do we, our picks. We do have to do our picks. That is correct. So, we have our picks of the week. Let me pull them up. We have Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday games. It's kind of weird that we have Wednesday games, so we have Wednesday games. 
on Saturday, we start the day off with Texas Tech at number 10, Iowa State. I'm picking Texas Tech. Iowa State. Nope. Waffles is going to eat you. Sorry. <laughs> then we have TCU at Kansas State. Kansas State gets that win. They got the week off. They, uh, I think they got some stuff straightened out. I disagree. I So many people are always excited when they get bye weeks in any sport because they think it's a resting period, but I think it throws you off your, your, your role. So I'm, I'm going to pick TCU for that one. I think they go to overtime and then Jerome Tang runs his record to 12 and 0 in overtime. <laughs> if, if they go to overtime, then I'm picking Kansas State. <laughs> if they go to <laughs> overtime, it's like an automatic bet on Kansas State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then my opinion changes. <laughs> <laughs> then, and those games are both at the same time. And then at noon, we have Texas at number three, Houston. Houston's going to win that. Yeah. Houston's going to dominate them. At 1 p.m., we have number 19 BYU at Oklahoma State. BYU. BYU. And then at 3 p.m., we have number 6 Kansas and number 25 Oklahoma. Kansas needs a win to come back from their 29-point Texas Tech loss, so I think Kansas is going to win that. I think Kansas wins that game by double digits. I think Bill Self had a ran them hard this week in practice because their effort wasn't there on Monday night. And I think they're going to come out on fire. He, he screamed at them probably, which by the way, when he got ejected, there's a video of Raider Red waving. Yeah, I saw that. that was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. It, it made me laugh. I don't like when anybody makes Bill upset, but that was funny. <laughs> and it was then... so funny watching Raider Red just wave at him. And he was doing like the slow wave, like the yeah. goodbye. <laughs> I I enjoyed that. <laughs> then at three PM at the same time, we have Cincinnati at UCF. I'm picking UCF. Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick UCF because I think they rebound well enough to keep. Cincinnati off the boards. And I'm also so sick of picking Cincinnati and them disappointing me. And it's a home game for UCF. Yeah, fear the Franz. The Franz? The the when they beat it was either Kansas or Houston. They had like the palm tree Franz in the stand in the student section, and they were waving them. And so then, like, now that's become, like, their rallying cry is fear the fronds. So it's like they're waffles. Kind of, but instead of, like, a picture of a dog, they're holding up, like, parts Pictures of the palm, of palm trees. trees. No, like, actual, like, leaves Oh, it off wasn't a even tree. a picture? It was a legit no. palm tree? <laughs> yeah. So it would be, like, me literally holding up waffles. Yeah. It's like if, like, Texas Tech had 200 students holding up Golden Retriever puppies. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> then we got at 5 p.m., number 12 Baylor at West Virginia. Baylor's going to win. I'm so sorry, West Virginia. West Virginia uh, is now worse than Oklahoma State. I'm going to have to go with Baylor. I, I don't know what the hell is happening with West Virginia right now. I mean, I don't blame them. At the beginning of the season, I said they get a free pass because of. Yeah, everything, everything that happened and. 
I don't know. It just kind of feels like the season got away from them, and now they're just kind of trying to get to the end of the season. Yeah, that's sad. And then Iowa State and Houston both have a quick turnaround. And it's actually that Monday. game actually got moved to. It's now Big Monday, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So it is going to be number ten Iowa State at number three Houston. I think Houston mm-hmm. beats you here. Yeah, I think Houston wins. Okay, good. We don't have to debate it. Um, <laughs> then we have Kansas State at Texas. Here's where I think Kansas State will win. I think Kansas State wins that because Texas isn't great at home. And Kansas State, if they can get hot from outside, they they can beat Texas. Texas doesn't guard the three-point line very well. Yeah, I agree with you. Tuesday, we have UCF at West Virginia. I feel like that could go either way. I'm going to pick UCF just because Johnny Dawkins is an experienced coach. That's about the only analysis I could give on that game. (laughs) You know what? I'll give West Virginia one more shot here. I'll believe in West Virginia for one more game. And then we have... Number 12, Baylor at number 19, BYU. I think Baylor is better than BYU. I'm picking Baylor. I'm picking Baylor. I think they're too hot right now. They're just playing really yeah. well. And then we have TCU at Texas Tech. Texas Tech wins that. They're really good at home. Texas Tech wins that game by double digits. Yep, exactly. And then the last game is um, that Wednesday. We have Oklahoma State at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati finally gets a home win. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor souls. I'll try. I'll pick them. Although they've become like they've become like Iowa State, where I pick them and then they lose. So we'll see what I'll happens. Keep picking them, then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna pick Cincinnati. <laughs> and then, yeah. Before we sign off, I will say um, that our sponsor, Charlie Hustle, they're from the Kansas City area. Um, obviously there was a shooting in Kansas city and we are sending our love to our friends at Charlie hustle. And if you want to support a small business, um, you can go to www.charliehustle.com to support them. They have a bunch of Kansas city hometown apparel there. And we do have a code T E N one, two, one, five for 15% off. I've also posted a fundraiser, um, that some people are selling, apparel to raise money and 100% of the proceeds go to the victims and their families and their Kansas City Strong apparel. So if you go on my Twitter and are interested, the link is there as well. Yeah, All right. we, we, we have some friends of the pod that were either down there or had relatives that were down there or like my sister works at Children's Mercy right across the street essentially from there and so you know, all, all of our friends were thinking about you and you know, if you ever need to reach out and talk, we're we're here. So, yeah, we love we love the whole area, and we will continue to defend it with the Big Twelve tourney going there as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, take a look at the links and support those if you are able. Otherwise, just send your good wishes and prayers to them. All right, bye guys. We'll see you next Thursday. <laughs>